0: Well, hello, hello. It is good to see you again. Welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. Ryan Ruff here, your moderator. I'm going to be joined alongside by Mark Wade, president of Echelon Family Office, in just a moment. We're going to be unpacking another big wealth management topic, as we always do here on the podcast. It's great to have every everybody back with us today. And look, uh, to, to kind of frame today's conversation up, I, I think plain and simple, we can all be blindsided by bad news, uh, you know, whether it be let's say a death a job loss a natural disaster i mean there's a lot of different curveballs that we can face in our lives that makes it hard to to know whether we're still on the right path and standing on solid financial ground that latter part being really the pivotal concern of today's episode so mark and i are going to be taking a closer look today at some smart methods and strategies that you can be leveraging to regain much of that needed clarity uh when you're faced with major uncertainty in life and of course then elaborate a little further to provide some steps and some real action items that you can be using to get yourself back on the right track and and get yourself you know that clarity that you you want and of course that you deserve so that being said let's go ahead and welcome mark aboard and get into it mark it's good to see you today how
1: you doing hey ryan how are you today
0: I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. Uh, You know, I will say today's topic is a, it's a tricky one, right? Look, uncertainty, it, it, it pops up in our lives and it's never fun to deal with. Nobody likes dealing with that, but Once we're faced with it, we always want to make sure we're taking the right steps forward rather than falling victim, if you will, to that level of uncertainty. So, Mark, why don't you frame things up for us? Uh, You know, look, we're not immune to this, you know, and and sudden challenges and stressful events can happen in our life, even if we do have significant wealth or significant assets. So why don't you frame things up for us today? What's your take on this?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, it all starts by saying stuff happens, man, right? Our whole life, stuff constantly goes on. So you know you're right. Unexpected setbacks, you know, often they can that happen at any time. and 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 people who you know most of the time feel like they've got life pretty much under control, and they're and they're on top of the world, you know sometimes a job loss or or an uh, unfortunate diagnosis or a, a passing away in some of a family member a lawsuit oh my goodness and then of course there's things like disasters something happens to your home somebody falls on your property there's so many different things so many different twists and turns life uh, throws at us that sometimes you get the feeling that your financial future could be in question so you know oftentimes having significant savings or an extensive resume you know that that can help mitigate some of the problems and and that can help eliminate some of the uncertainty but I can tell you from experience, because I've been I've been uh, a, a victim of unexpected circumstances, you know, speaking from experience, affluence and experience itself doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to completely avoid financial issues that could turn your world upside down. You know, for example, you know, by age 70, uh, most workers, let's call it the statistic is like 96 percent of workers age 70. You know, they, they've experienced you know four or more major life events, and you know things like layoff, illness, divorce, uh, 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 litigation. I mean, so many different things. And I can tell you, again, speaking from experience, sometimes those things can cause a drop of ten percent more of your income. So it's it 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 really is crazy. Some of the best prepared, often they don't feel like they're prepared
0: mm-hmm. when things happen. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that sudden shock that that hits you when that moment falls upon you, regardless of what that is, that level of uncertainty or that life event that causes it. So what's the first move, right? I mean, shock is hard to overcome, but Mark, in your experiences, what is someone's first move when they're experiencing that shock? And and as they're exiting the shock of, of that life moment, What would you recommend somebody's first move be especially when that life event that occurred could have a negative impact on their financial future
1: well that's easy ryan because i deal with this all of the time the first thing is slow down don't make any rash moves the first thing that has to be done is you've got to triage the situation you know depending on your circumstances you know troubling moments you know they may not be as you know detrimental as you might think they are in the heat of the moment. They may not be as bad as they seem under the stress of the moment. Oh, they may not be a real threat to your financial stability or, or your security, but they can certainly make you feel like they are, right? When you're under stress and, and the crisis happens, you can feel like your world is going to explode. Now, that can cause you to make a money mistake or a, or, or a miscalculation and the emotion from it can leave you in worse shape than you really are physically. So, you know, it, it it won't surprise you to hear it from a professional like myself. But one of the first things you ought to do is you really ought to you really ought to consult uh, a prof- uh, you know your 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 trusted advisor, your financial professional, your legal professional, your accounting professional, the ones that you work with on an ongoing basis. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you've got somebody who who's really talented at what they do. So when there are major changes in the status of your personal or, or your professional situation, right, it's really important to assess how those changes, what do those changes do to impact your, fin- the fin- your financial world, okay, and determine whether or not, you know, any changes or adjustments have to be made to your existing financial planning or, or any of your financial strategies in addition to your legal
0: work. Sure, sure, and that assessment of of kind of what might need to change—that's a very important step. Uh, you know, it's not the first, like you said, first step: slow down, think things over, talk with your trusted advisor. But as we kind of what sounds like move into step two, going through that assessment of the situation, why? What, better yet, why don't you, Mark, just frame it up for us? What do you guys do for your clients that are experiencing this type of of challenging moment in their lives?
1: So after we help our client to calm down a bit we 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 triage the entire situation so we look specifically at what happened and we look at each situation differently because of course each situation is different there's you know the specifics of of the financial review that we will do and the legal review to follow is going to depend on many factors and and that includes the details of the new development itself as well as Any complexities of your current financial picture and any of the strategies that are employed. So with that said, some discussion points are likely to be raised that include your budget and your cash flow cushion. Because if there's suddenly a lot less money coming into your household, it's imperative to examine the money that's flowing out of your household. Right. Less con- less income coming in causes us to really examine and pay extremely close attention to what's flowing out your expenses, where it's going, how much and, and, and other things. So, you know, if you're fortunate enough to already be tracking spending like our clients are, are fortunate to do because we create budgets for everybody, you know, you'll you'll quickly see that, you know, which categories are, are must haves and which ones are luxuries. And if you're like many people, you uh, uh, You know, you've you've paid careful attention to that. But i got to be honest with you, most people have not. Most people don't pay very close attention to the inflows and outflows, their, their cash flow statement. So and they haven't done so in a while. So we tell those individuals that they need to gather up their records and get all that information down on paper or in a spreadsheet so we can see what, if any, changes need to happen. So, you know, in, but in terms of cash on hand, right, you likely have some kind of emergency fund or the stuff happens fund, like some people like to refer to it. And, uh, you know, it, is it adequate given the situation that you're facing right now? You know, that that's a good question. Cash cushions, they often rise and fall depending on how confident we are that uh, at any given moment that, that things are going to uh, be smooth or bumpy. Is it going to be a bumpy ride? If so, maybe I need to increase my my cash holdings, my cash on hand. So, if yours cash on hand needs to be a little bit bigger, it may make sense to consider ways to raise cash, or to borrow to meet the demands of the moment. Uh, for example, maybe selling some equity holdings, uh, paying attention to uh, you know to being able to do some tax loss harvesting so you can offset some future gains is always a great tax move. But in either case being tax-sensitive to creating cash is extremely important. Sure
0: thing. And Mark, you had also mentioned uh, examining, kind of looking under the hood, really, and examining somebody's financial solutions or strategies that they already have, have in place, like, let's say, their investment portfolio or leveraging any sort of life insurance policies, anything like that. Talk to me a little bit about this this step in the process.
1: Yeah, so, you know, you know the next step. Uh, so once we have... Once we have paid specific attention to the crisis at hand, and once we have triaged the entire entire financial world and legal world for this client, you know, we're part of that. Part of that triage is going to be, we want to examine the individual's insurance coverage real close. You know, if your house burned down, you know, or or there's some type of significant damage to your home, or or if there's some type of specific, you know, other catastrophe, for example, we want to clarify that whatever insurance you have in place, what it does and does not cover, and you want that information real fast. So we implore our insurance, you know, experts and our insurance advisors to look at those coverages if we're not the ones providing them to you, uh, and to be able to determine you know, what your, what your exposure is. And then there's also the issue of asset protection in general. Uh, you know, one of our companies that Shallon asset protection, uh, you know, we sit there and we look at this, a client's situation and say, what should be in place, right? If, if someone gets hurt on your property and sues you, are you sufficiently protected? Why aren't people confident that they are because they don't pay specific attention to these things. You know, one of the biggest causes of 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 motor vehicle accidents nowadays is guess what, this, right? People texting. There are so many accidents being caused by by individuals texting that you know you want to be certain that you've got the proper coverages. You invite all your child's friends over to the to the lake house, and they're out they're out on the wave runners, and somebody gets hurt. What happens then? Have you arranged your affairs in such a manner that? You have the least amount of exposure and still be able to provide the right uh, the right service to to the injured party, so you know if your company that you're working for, the company that you own has somebody associated with it that is sued, what if any asset protection strategies are in place for that, and how strong are they? so asset protection is extremely important
0: mm-hmm. yeah, ton of considerations here, Mark, but let me ask you this do you find that that most people out there? are in good shape already? Like as if they, they, they are sufficiently protected uh, you know, in, in case of a sudden problem.
1: I would say most of the time there are, there are coverages in place. Yes. Because look, there's two things that you always have to cover. If you own a motor vehicle in most States, you got to have some coverage for that, right? You need some liability coverage. And if you have a mortgage on your home, the bank always you know requires that you have some type of ability to, uh, To pay off a mortgage in the event of a catastrophe so yeah most people that do come to us uh have some coverage but it's not always as as uh, sufficient as it should be or as current as it should be and as i mentioned you know these moments may not pose any real risk to a person's financial stability that individual could overreact and create an even larger problem under those circumstances so let's say the news is good let's say your current wealth planning your current asset protection planning is well positioned and you get to ride this particular financial shock out uh, and not get too badly damaged so while while that may be true objectively right it may be difficult to feel like you're properly covered and to feel like you're properly protected because of the psychology involved. Like, you know, when our lives are upended in a big way, think about it. You know, the the loss of control we experience sometimes can make it extremely tough to think that we're okay, to to believe that we've got things covered, and 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 that things will stay that way. So sometimes it ends up being the most important task: not making rash moves that are unnecessary and can be potentially damaging. Some of the best advising that we provide to our clients is not to do things sometimes to prevent them from making situations more difficult than it may be so that's yeah it's extremely important to keep your mind about yourself
0: yeah, yeah, I mean in these moments, Mark, I mean when you're faced with tragedy or a or a major negative life event, I mean you are so full of emotion and feel overwhelmed to make decisions, to keep the ball rolling, so to speak. In these moments, Mark, what is what is your advice to to some clients to kind of cool down those engines and stay calm when they're faced with, you know, just in just massive levels of stress and and confusion and and just uh, emotion it, when they feel like they don't have control what, what advice do you give to them to kind of stay calm in these moments
1: right it happens i'm telling you it happens every day we have clients who call us up every day with you know with the crisis of the day it just happens family life works that way so you know if you find yourself in a in a situation where you know you're feeling uncertain or anxious about the reassurances that you have in place insurances and the reinsurances are not enough from your advisors that you know that you're in good financial shape you may want to think about you know a couple of things like so first one that i would think about of course you know tap the usual suspects right do something doing you know do something you know can help calm your body and mind down. Yoga, meditation, running, weightlifting, so on and so forth. And seek out some counseling. You no, know, or even maybe even a friend who's willing to listen to your concerns and provide some comfort. You know, the obvious moves are obvious for a reason. You know, they they tend to work, right? <laughs> uh, and then you know, control what you can. Not everything is out of control. Not everything is spinning out of control. When something like a death or a job loss, you know, pulls the rug out from under you emotionally. Now, you can look to exert control on other areas of your life and, and a form to compensate and get some stability emotionally and, and psychologically. So, you know, say your financial worries persist, even though you know that you have enough money, a big enough emergency fund. Consider cooking more at home and reducing your restaurant spending. You know, something simple and, and silly like that may help you feel better psychologically replacing some pricey excursions or some trips or, or hikes you know with you know their visits to nearby parks you know that that could work you know we re- replace the expensive vacation and go for something close to home it will make you feel better and still provide activity and then you know you know activity choosing to take such a you know uh, you know money saving actions uh, you know, even though they may not be necessary, can really potentially be reassuring. So oftentimes money is not the problem. It's how you feel about the money you have. That's the issue. And then, and then look, try and put things into perspective, try and reframe the situation. You know, I, I tell clients, look, a sudden financial problem can make you feel like a failure, even though you're not, you know, especially if it involves losing a job or, or, or a disaster in a business that kind of helps define who you are, right? We men, we kind of identify ourselves with what we do for a living. So if you're having difficulty there at work, it may make you feel a little bit, you know, uh, you know, uneasy. So try to remind yourself that most people experience exactly what you're going through. And I can tell you again, it happens every day with clients and myself. Maybe you felt the same way at times, man. I wish things were going better. Uh, you know, so you know, brush up on a lot of the many stories that some hugely successful. Position, uh, you know, people, you know, have found in your position, you know, things that they have stumbled over uh, along their along their path of success. You know, put pen to paper and write down a couple things from each day that you're grateful for. You know, that's kind of a practice that can help your brain notice the good and not just the bad. You know, when you're not feeling buried on, like you're under a mountain of stress you may well, you know, you may well be able to make better sense and make better choices moving forward. Great book out there by Dan Sullivan, the Gap Versus the Game. Concentrate on the positive stuff in your life. Concentrate on the accomplishments that have gotten you to this point, as opposed to the disasters and what you don't have in place. Help get help from your financial professionals and put your mind at ease.
0: Now, this is great advice, Mark. I, I appreciate you. But uh, look, not to play devil's advocate here, but I would like to look at the flip side of this scenario. So talk to me a little bit about what the assessment looks like if, uh, you know, a situation that's bad for somebody does ultimately reveal that there is a real financial risk at play here and and this and we need to put some measures in place to to mitigate this risk. Talk to me about that situation and how you and your team kind of work through it.
1: Uh, Brian, you know, in that unfortunate situation, it 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 may be vital to adjust and regroup, right? Getting help and guidance from a couple of different financial professionals along the way, or right? your wealth manager, your accountant, your attorney, you know, they they're gonna look at some potential action steps that that could make tremendous sense. And and the first one that I can think of is you and I were chatting just recently, Brian. Life is a a series of constant reprioritization. We are constantly reprioritizing. So that's number one, prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. What has to happen? Think about it. What has to happen so you can pay your bills, right? At the very least, okay, and get by for the next few months. You know, focus on the key tasks and press the pause button on the rest. Focus on the things that are extremely critical and put everything else on hold. You know, if you're newly jobless, I mean, that could that could mean filing for unemployment or tapping into some assets that you can create some, you know, some quick cash for. You know, if 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 unfortunately you've had a spouse who passed away, get the ball rolling on survivor benefits from Social Security, their former employer and any insurance policies that you have in place. You know, you need to take an inventory of these things if you haven't already our clients find that we've already got these things in place, identified and planned. But, you know, if you've been putting away some extra money toward a mortgage or, or some other kind of debt payment, cut that payment down, right? Make the minimum payments for now. Everything right now is just getting your feet back on level ground again, <clears throat> you know, and you're probably going to need some help. Ask for it. You know, some say the most powerful four words in the English language are, I need your help. So family members who may be in a position to to loan you some money may jump at the opportunity to do so. I mean, they love you after all. Hopefully, uh, and and then uh, lenders and healthcare providers and and other type of of organizations, you know, they're often willing to help with people by adjusting payments and terms and setting up some, some extended payment plans. Okay. Assuming you're going to reach out to them before you start missing months of payments. Okay. So lenders are often, often willing to help you adjust. And remember almost everybody, Ryan, let me underline everybody experiences some kind of financial challenges or hardships. So chances are that, you know, your relative, or even the person on the, at the credit card call center, they're going to be willing to help work with you in some way, shape, or form because they've all been there before.
0: Mm -hmm. A lot of sympathy and empathy going around in those moments for sure, Mark. But at the, at the end of the day, like you just said, I mean, I mean, these things happen. They're unavoidable, they're unexpected. And that's what also makes them so challenging. So, so Mark, as we kind of round out our conversation today, uh, you know, uh, if you had to bottom line this whole situation, this whole conversation, even for somebody, and and to to walk away from the episode, with maybe a key takeaway, what would that be? I mean, if you had to really boil it all down to something, what would that be?
1: Hey Ryan, you know, look, it would be great. It would be ideal if we were all perfectly prepared for all for every unexpected financial challenge or life challenge that gets that gets thrown at us right uh and it's possible that you're set up in a a much better situation than many people might be after but it's always wise to recognize we can be blindsided at any time by news that comes along and makes it hard for us to know whether or not we're still on solid financial ground or solid legal ground so if you're faced with such an uncertainty understand there are ways to regain that much needed clarity and steps you can take to get back on track. I think knowing and believing that there are resources out there to help you is a huge part of the path. Take a deep breath, slow down, get help and never give up. By the way, never give up. Yeah, you know, did you know, we have a new book out as, with Dickie uh, V, Dick, Dick Vital, and, and it's called never give up. I've got a copy around here somewhere. Here it is.
0: Yeah, I did, Mark. I, I in fact, never I, I give was flipping up, through. I had a, there you go.
1: Looking never good. give up. So, Looking good. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's but...
0: a perfect, perfect segue <laughs> into into this, you know, from this conversation, Mark, this is, this is really good stuff. I mean, it's, it's hard out there. Uh, it could, it, but but doing some proper planning ahead of time and then making sure you react to the situations when they uh, when they unfold is is you know a big uh, big piece of the puzzle. So, Mark, you know for folks out there, uh, you know that maybe are going through some hard times or or uh, and they don't really know where to look. They don't know re- where to turn to make sure that they are adequately addressing that question in their mind. Am I am I really on solid financial ground despite what had happened? and they could really benefit from a from a conversation with you and your team what what would be the best way they could they could get in uh, in touch with you and open up that dialogue
1: Ryan, they could always visit us on the web www echelonoffice that's e c h e l o n the word office.com uh they could dial in to talk to us at 888 892 9882 or if they're so inclined, I promise I'll return all my email. Feel free to email me at M-W-A-D-E. That's M-Wade at Echelon Wealth, E-C-H-E-L-O-N. Sorry, Echelon Office, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word office.com.
0: Fantastic. Well, Mark, I appreciate you and your time uh, for jumping on board here today and diving into this, this idea of financial uncertainty and and when it seems to rear its ugly head. It's never, it's never a fun, it's never enjoyable for anybody, but there are some steps you can be taking to kind of mitigate those challenges. I uh, appreciate you and your time and I'm uh, looking
1: forward to being back on the next one with you, Mark. Hey, Ryan, always a pleasure to uh, have a little educational and informative session with you. I really enjoy it. Thanks. Of course, of course. Likewise,
0: Mark. And hey, folks, we want to take a final second here and thank you all for stopping by and spending some time with us on the podcast today. If you took anything away from today's show, make sure you hammer that subscribe button so that way you never miss out on any of the future conversations that Mark and I will have on this show where we... You really get me deep into some of these wealth management topics and conversations and these ultimately these are the same conversations that mark is having with his clients and his team at echelon family office and uh, we really want to bring them directly to you here on the podcast so you can take some value away from it for you and yours before mark i'm ryan we're going to go ahead and say so long today but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on optimizing your financial world